Ready? What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. As you can see, I'm doing an in-person recording, which I absolutely love with this gorgeous woman right here. She is incredible, total boss babe energy and vibes. She has her own communications and creative corporation. She owns Chicago Talent TV, also the founder of the Fresh Faces Project. Please welcome, and also really quick, as you can see, all these incredible articles about her and what she's done in a very short time on this planet. Please welcome Kaylin M. Lawrence to the show. Thank you for joining us today, Kaylin. Can you please, oh, I forgot to mention, you're also Miss United States Universe Tour Tourism 2021. So you've done a lot. Thank you. I think it's just amazing. Can you please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background? Sure. So I am 26. I just turned 26 a few weeks ago. And I have been in marketing, media, PR for um, about 10 years, mostly in the fashion industry, in the arts and creative industries. And I have been very blessed to, through my work um, with my communications, freelance work, as well as my nonprofit work with the Fresh Faces Project, to work and collab with over 600 creatives and entrepreneurs. And I'm just very excited to continue expanding that work and talk about it with the lovely Deanna. Oh, that's very sweet. So you do, along with all this other the stuff that you do, you are also a beauty queen. So... Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because that's how we got introduced, is that I was Miss Chicago, American Nation, and you were also part of that organization as well. Yes. So basically, I got my start in pageantry uh, 2019, um, summer of 2019, okay. and I was with a whole different system because I was recommended to it by a very dear friend of mine, Lasagna Alexander, as well as some other friends I had who were pageant queens. And after my experience with that system, which I wasn't super satisfied with, um, I ended up going to the Miss America Nation system, and I became their Miss World America Nation. That was cool, and that's how I met her. Yeah. And um, after I finished out that title, I went to the World's Miss Tourism Organization, and I had my um, most recent title. So that has been my kind of journey through pageantry. And while I am, you know, now retired, recently retired as of a couple weeks ago, I, you know, do have an affinity for it, and I thus. Um, because of that affinity, was able to start a free ambassador program with Queens um, to represent my organization, the Fresh Faces Project. That's very cool. Thank you. <laughs> so that's where I am with Pageantry. And do you think, so I think that, I mean, I was never, ever had been interested in becoming any type of, being in any type of pageant, but I think the premise behind it, as long as it's ran right, is very positive. What are your thoughts on that? I 100% agree. I think that how the pageant is run and orchestrated is probably like you as a, you know, pageant seeker, that should be like your number one priority. Like, I feel like above all else, above like the size of the pageant organization and like the notoriety that they may have, I feel like yeah. having it be run right is 100%, yeah. you know, the what the main focus should be. And just, I guess, my case in point um, my first pageant system that I experienced, like I say, I wasn't super satisfied with it for a variety of reasons. And it, it had been around for maybe like 20 years or so. And then when I went to my next pageant organization, which was way smaller and way younger, I had a much better experience. Um, you know, and that's just me personally. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, I, I, I like the whole idea of getting very involved in community and charity and, and all that because I'm very much about that. And so that's one thing that I really appreciated 
about being in the pageantry was just being a part of, you know, making sure that I'm making a conscious effort to be a part of the community and making a difference. So that was very cool. Let's get to your, uh, some of your businesses. Awesome. You've got quite a few impressive articles written up by you, uh, here for you. The Los Angel Angeles Tribune. You got the New York uh, Times Daily. I mean, you've got so many different articles here. Um, tell us about your communications journey and your media journey because you are quite the rock star. Thank you. <laughs> I, I guess I started off, um, I guess the very, very beginning. I was a blogger, and I started a blog when I was in high school that I still have, what, 11 years later or something? Wow. Because it was part of my portfolio to apply for this, like, really competitive um, retail business internship at the downtown Nordstrom Mall. I went to okay. school in downtown in high school. And um, I got that internship. I worked there for three years all throughout high school, loved it, learned a lot about, like, the retail fashion business from producing and assisting in fashion shows to modeling in fashion shows to makeup artistry, to styling, to sales, to, you know, marketing, advertising, everything. And that, you know, gave me a really strong foundation yeah. in all of those things. So once I completed that internship and I started college, I kept blogging and my blog gained a nice amount of traction. And it got to the point where I was able to um, start working with like some large events, do a lot of red carpet work for like wow. Chicago Fashion Week, New York, mm -hmm. um, you know, LA, different things. While I was, you know, working like marketing management jobs, and then for a while I even hosted cable TV for a couple years. So all that was so fun. And it How been, old were you when you were doing all this? Well, this was mostly while I was in college. So I would say maybe like 19, 20, 21. Wow, girl. <laughs> you had a lot of exposure very young. <laughs> That's very impressive. Thank you. I, sorry. Had something in mind. That's all right. That's all right. Um... Yeah, I was blessed to be able to get a really young start because I was 15 when I started. Yeah. I think that really helped me grow sure. really fast. Sure. And I had great managers and mentors at the Nordstrom internship, so that really helped too. Um, but yeah, and that was just a really fun experience, and it eventually led me to the point where I am now where I have been able to build up a freelance firm and a nonprofit initiative and be able to you know, do the things I'm doing now. I think it's amazing. So tell us about your Kalen Communications and Creative Corporation. So when did that start and what in, uh, inspired you to start it? So I started that in early 2020 because I had gotten to the point where I was doing all this freelancing, but I didn't have, and I like had so many like individual projects that I was doing, like my nonprofit work with reference fresh faces, then I had my blog, and then I had um, the Chicago Talent TV, and then all this other stuff. So I didn't have like a, an umbrella uh, business to house everything under. Sure. So I started um, Kaylin Communications and Creative because I wanted something to be the parent company of all sure. of my individual pursuits. Wow. Very, very impressive. So in the course of your growing your organization or your legacy, what is what I mean, and we're going to get in more in detail into this, but because we're going to have to take a commercial break here in a minute. But as you've grown it, what is something that you have learned along the way that you'd like to, to share with the audience, anyone who's interested in getting into communications and media? I would say definitely have some type of consistent um, portfolio of your work and constantly have people talking, constantly start discussions. So 
One, whether that be a blog, a YouTube channel, a podcast, whatever, have something consistent that shows your dedication to the work and so that you have that portfolio for people to, you know, stumble upon and become a fan, essentially, or want to collaborate if they're B2B. Um, and then just be active on social media, constantly create conversations. I'm somebody on social media, I'm pretty transparent about most of my feelings about everything, whether it be love or, you know, the beauty industry or like, you know, social, political issues, whatever. I'm pretty outspoken. And I encourage people to be the same because even if people don't agree with you, just creating that conversation yeah. gets your name trending and it's important. I, I totally agree with that. And, you know, use your voice. We live in a, in a world now where we can use our voice in whatever capacity that we feel necessary. But if you are wanting to become some kind of a, a public figure, I guess, it's important to make sure that your voice is heard, what, good, bad, or indifferent. So I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm sure you know. <laughs> I what you know, what you see is what you get. You're gonna always know where I'm at, and that you know. I think that also shows you being an authentic individual. You know. Thank you. I so I mean I think that that is important for people to see too. If you're gonna be out there in the world making making your voice heard. I agree. I think you're 100 percent right. And so with your uh, your creative communications or communications and creative or corporation, do you take on clients? I do. So I actually, um, I guess a couple of like the bigger clients I was able to work with, I have been blessed to be able to do PR. I still do PR for the Miss International World Organization oh, wow. and the Miss Black America Organization. And for um, three years, I have been able to be um, on the franchise side of Chick-fil-A, managing social media and digital marketing for them for three years, and that's been great. Um, now that I'm no longer going to be offering uh, social media management services anymore, my work with them is going to shift to a little bit more of like an as-needed consulting type of basis, but I'm still excited about it. That is very cool. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we have just gone through a little bit of her story. You guys, we're going to take a quick break to get, and hear a word from our sponsor. Cheers to the new years and to making resolutions you actually keep. Have you added self-care to your routine? I know I have very much in self-care. My man is, yes, he is definitely keeping it tight. Our sponsors and Manscaped have the perfect tools to help keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools for his jewels are so good, you'll want them for yourself. The Lawnmower 4.0 is all you'll need for his balls and your bikini line. You know what's up, ladies. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code LABELFREE20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Happy New Year's, you guys. Thank you for tuning in and we appreciate all your support. Go over to manscaped.com, use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off and free shipping. Welcome back, everyone. This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. I'm sitting here with the beautiful and very accomplished, successful Kaylin Lawrence of Kaylin Communications and Creative Corporation. She is an absolute dynamo. We heard her story around her beginning into you know media and everything she does with her, her parent company. Now I want to switch gears and talk to her a little bit more about Chicago Talent TV. So, um, I, you're just amazing. I, I can't even believe all the stuff that you do, and I just can't wait to see where life takes you because I, I believe that there's so many great things ahead of you. So tell us what Chicago TV or Talent TV is all about and what you do with that organization. Well, thank you. I started that um, in 2017, I believe, and 
Um, originally, for the first couple seasons I had it, I was setting up all these interviews, um, like, manually through email. People would uh, either submit their information, like, in a portfolio to me, like, application style, or I would go to them, and I would do in-person interviews at their place of work or, you know, wherever they felt comfortable interviewing. And then I would work with a couple of my photographer friends, like Masterpiece Chicago um, and Melvin Windman, like, uh, and a few other people, and we would just do it that way. Yeah. And it was very, like, vlog-style, like, informal, like, reality type of interviews. Cool. And while I haven't been able to film in a couple of years for it with COVID and all that, just changing schedules, I actually decided that for this year, I want to turn it into, like, a Zoom type of thing and go. do interviews over Zoom because I really want to pick it back up and I want to have that on-camera option again for people I interview. Sure. And so what do you do with the people that you interview? What what happens with those interviews? Where do they go? Do you submit those to people that are looking for talent? Or what is that, what is that process? So for me, I would edit them into like episodes or videos. And then I would upload them to Facebook and then okay. um, my blog and other um, platforms. And I would just let whoever find, found them find them. And I would share it into all these very targeted groups, like casting groups and like local Chicago artist groups and things like that, so that anyone who would be looking for people to collaborate with or to hire as talent, like, would organically get to see it. Sure. That's very cool. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Very time consuming, though. Where do you find all the time to do all this stuff? <laughs> you know what? It is very time consuming, and I think that's what made me fall off for the last couple of years with it. Um, Schedule-wise, and then just, it was really hard getting the opportunity to do stuff in person with all the COVID stuff. Yeah. So, um, I think that the time piece was what made me kind of fall off with it. But now that, like, I have Calendly, and, like, I was able to hire on a part-time, like, administrative manager to take all of that kind of stuff off of my yeah. plate. So, now I'm going to have more time to do the stuff I really enjoy, which is, like, the creative social piece. So, I'm hoping to, you know, be able to get that started very soon. I love it. I love it. That's very cool. Um, and so what is one thing, one of your, probably your best interviews that you'd like to share from, from that uh, from that business? Sure. Um, I have a couple in mind. I think the interview I did with um, Lasagna Alexander was really nice. That was the beginning of our um, well, towards the beginning of our um, friendship, and she is just so influential as a pageant mentor, as a woman, as a mother. Like, she's just so awesome. And then also I'm thinking of the interview I did with Alyssa Galano. Um, I'm still very great friends with her family, love them. Same with Lasagna, still love her. Um, and just seeing her evolve from, like, this budding 15-year-old, uh, 14, 15-year-old oh, wow. musician to now she's, like, this amazing pageant queen and oh, cheerleader amazing. and dancer and she goes to IU on a full ride scholarship or something like that. Like I'm proud of those. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. Just more influential women, strong women that are making waves in this world that I'm all about it. So let's shift gears to something that I think is just so, so neat. Um, it's called the fresh faces project. Can you tell the audience what that is, what you do, what your mission is and all of that good stuff behind that organization? So the Fresh Faces Project is my nonprofit initiative. I started it um, 2014, right as I was graduating high school, um, when I was 18 years old, like 18 and a half years old, something like that. 
And I started it as a means to keep connected with all of these amazing artists and creatives that I had met throughout my time in high school, either from, you know, working or school or, you know, volunteering at the library after school every day at Umedia. Um, and it was an extension of my blog. So I would interview them on my blog and things like that. And eventually it grew to the point of being able to offer them like all these different services and yeah. networking opportunities. And we have an annual award ceremony that we produce 100% self-funded, no ticket sales, no sponsorships, no um, entry fees, nomination fees, nothing like that. Um, and I'm just excited to see where it has grown. And as I mentioned, we also have the ambassador program and I'm excited to see where it'll be by time it's 10 year anniversary reaches in two years. That's very cool. And so I know that you had, um, did a, she did a write up about me for the Fresh Faces project and, um, you know, I was very honored. And I think that it's just amazing because you really focus on lifting people up with that, that organization. Thank you. I, I really believe in empowering people to do what they're already doing. So like, I, I'm one of those people I feel like praise and words of affirmation and encouragement are really important. I know that you have some people who are like, if you shouldn't care what people think. You shouldn't need anybody to tell you you're doing great, which to a certain extent yeah. is true. Yeah. But also, there's nothing wrong with, like, getting that affirmation sometimes. So I feel that by, like, offering the opportunities to be spotlighted or, you know, interviewed or have your work be put on display, like you're giving me yeah. now, this opportunity I'm getting now, it's, it's just encouraging and yeah. it's motivational. Absolutely. I totally agree. I'm all about it, too. So I think our initiatives align with that with that kind of stuff. So where would you like to see Fresh the, your Fresh, Fresh Faces project go? I would love to, by its 10-year anniversary um, in two years, be able to hit a 1,000 creatives and entrepreneurs served. Um, so right now we're at a little over 600, so that's a pretty aggressive goal. But if by the end of 2024 we can say we collabed with or helped a 1,000, um, creatives and entrepreneurs, like, I would be on the move. I love that. And so how can we help you, or how can someone get involved with that and become um, someone that you, you you spotlight? Well, we are always looking for people to spotlight, so please visit our website at www.freshfacesproject.org, and, you know, there's contact information there. Send us your bio and some photos and some links to look at, and we would love to publish you on our website, and then... If you have interest in like more elaborate PR and media, we have those services too. I love that. And so where else can people find you? Any other links that you want to share? Yes. So if you are looking for like paid PR, media marketing type services, um, like I say, more elaborate type services with like major media and things like that, then go to the parent company's website, which is www.kcomcreate.com, C-A-Y-C-O-M-C-R-E-A-T-E. Dot com and you can see all of our services there and you can find me on social media at at Kaylin M. Lawrence on Facebook and Instagram so at C-A-L-Y-N-N-M-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E Excellent and I will make sure I put all those links in the show notes you guys so don't hesitate to reach out if you know a creative or you're a creative or an entrepreneur that could benefit from collaborating with the Fresh Faces Project uh, please don't hesitate to go and reach out to Kaylin or just reach out to her if you have any questions in itself um, before we start wrapping things up, Kaylin, I always like to ask my, my guests for any last words of wisdom or advice they'd like to leave with the audience. I'm going to say that you should, if you're sitting on something that you feel like is going to be your next big thing, go for it. Like, I know that it's so hard, especially, you know, in the times we're in right now with this whole um, pandemic situation, like to 
find motivation or inspiration to really pursue your passions. But I just believe in that so deeply, even if it's something that takes you a little while to get financially off the ground or if it's something that, you know, you aren't 100% sure how you're going to go about it, but you just have a hope and a dream that you want to accomplish, please, please, please pursue it and put your best foot forward with it because life's too short and you should do what you love. Amen to that. And there are so many resources at your fingertips that if it is a dream that you want to go after and maybe you don't have the funds, there's there I can guarantee you, you you'll find some resources somewhere to help you get it started. So just believe in your dream and go after it. Uh, Kaylin, this has been an absolute pleasure interviewing you and talking with you today and hearing all the great things that you're doing. Um, actually, I have one more question before we say goodbye. Out of all your different articles here, which is the one you're most proud of? I'm going to have to say Yahoo Finance is probably the one I'm most proud of, um, probably because I think that is the biggest out of all the publications, in my opinion, I think. Um, it's not the oldest, but I think in terms of readership, it might be the biggest. So I'm going to say that Yahoo Finance article. I was really, really proud of it. That's very cool. All right, you guys, this is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share, follow, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.